Good morning, everybody. It's Friday, and uh, we have another live session here. Um, again, struggling to open Facebook. All the others are quick and easy. Let's just check again. There we go. Okay. So, today I have just something specific on my heart that I want to share with you. And I believe um, our lives can be just a joy without having to postpone everything to one day. There's a, there's a typical type of thinking that causes people not to enjoy today. And that type of thinking is unnecessary. <laughs> so, okay, let me just group, uh, group, let me just greet the group. Okay, hello, Linnea, I don't, don't see any other comments yet, but bless you. <laughs> okay, so as people log on, we're just going to jump in. Hello, Trish, it's good to see you there. Uh, I hope the cold hasn't started to freeze you there just yet. But here in South Africa, we have nice warm weather. It's now fully summer. Everything is green. In our winters, everything is just dusty and brown and dull and gray and dead. But now it's green. It's so wonderful. It's so great to have our summer back. Okay, so I want to talk to you about the journey and instead being focused on the journey instead of being focused on the destination. Okay, so I want to use a couple of examples. So if, for instance, uh, I only find joy in the destination, the whole road trip is lost. Okay, so if there's no joy in driving down to the coast, but the only joy is reaching it, Yes, there is a release when you reach it. I mean, you've just driven 1,500 kilometers, and it's far, and, you know, you stop, and, okay, well, if you go to Natal, it's closer, but I prefer Cape Town or, or the Cape. So, um, but the, the driving in itself is enjoyable. The journey, the landscape, there's stuff to enjoy on the way, okay? So uh, we, we did, for instance... We've done driving holidays. Um, me and my dad and my friend Greg, um, I wonder if Greg's, Greg's watching. <laughs> we went through the whole of Namibia, or big part of Namibia anyway, um, with my dad's Land Cruiser in 2003, and we just had a couple of tents in there, and we drove, and where we stopped, we made camp. You know, we would drive up a dry riverbed and find a good tree and then make our camp, you know. So we would just drive and just look at the desert and look at the area. And there were certain places, obviously, these days, um, there's camp places where you need to um, book and so on. And we, we would go there, but we would plan the trip as we go along, and the whole thing would just be the driving going through the landscape. So there was no destination. The, the trip was the destination. And I think life is a lot like that. If we're going to postpone everything to, you know, the typical mindset of Christians, one day in heaven. So everything's is just horrible now. But one day in heaven, one day in heaven, one day, you know, then when you cross death's Jordan, and one day when you go, you know, and 
in the sweet by and by, and then everything is wonderful. And then you find where you're in heaven, you're waiting, because you, now you're in the cloud of witnesses, and you're looking at the playing field, which is the, the people alive on earth, and you are waiting to be resurrected. <laughs> so the, the, final, the final thing is, is, is the final destination isn't even heaven. The final destination is after the resurrection, we will have glorified bodies back here. Okay, So... Um, Otherwise, what's the point of the resurrection? We could just all die and just be in heaven, you know? So um, what I'm saying is, uh, enjoy today. I want to read a scripture in Philippians chapter 3, okay? And Paul says this. He says, verse 9, And that I may actually be found and known as in him, not having any self-achieved righteousness that can be called my own based on my obedience to the law's demands, a ritualistic uprightness, etc., but possessing that genuine righteousness which comes through faith in Christ, uh, the truly right standing with God, which comes from God by saving faith. For my determined purpose is that I may know Him, that I may progressively become more deeply, intimately acquainted with Him, perceiving and recognizing and standing the wonders of His person more strongly, okay, and more clearly, and that I may in the same way come to know the power outflowing of his resurrection, which it exerts over believers. So he's describing a picture of something progressive throughout your whole life. You get to know him more. You get to know the power more. You, you are conformed to the, uh, you so share the sufferings of his, uh, his sufferings as to be completely transformed in spirit into his death in the hope that you may be uh, Attain resurrection that lifts me out from the body, uh, from the dead, even while in the body. Okay, so it's a, it's a whole life of getting to know Jesus more, and there's so much joy in every discovery. Jesus wants to show you things. He wants today. He wants to walk with you. He wants to show you things. Sometimes with a road trip, you've got to stop and watch the waterfall. Sometimes you've got to stop and and just have a meal. Sometimes you, you have to you refuel. Sometimes you have to, if the road trip is long, now stop first at a place, book at a hotel or something, and then just rest and just stop driving and just sleep, you know, or just have some fun, play a card game or whatever. The point is not rushing to the end goal, because then you miss everything in between. So in life, for instance, if I'm if I'm only focused on a specific goal, only focused on a specific goal, say I want to get rich, or say I want to um, build a big church, or say I want to see uh, the dead raised, all, it's all good goals. I mean, there's nothing wrong with any of that. But, but the, the point is now I'm so focused on that. Now I miss my children growing up. I miss my wife every day. I, I, I just don't see anything. So being in the moment isn't uh, abandoning the goal. But you need to understand that you have a different goal than what the world normally thinks. Your goal is not to one day get into heaven. Or your goal is not to achieve this and this and this and this and this and everything. No, your goal is to know Jesus. Enjoy the process Enjoy the journey. Enjoy every step taken towards it. It's good to have a goal. Um, but sometimes you have a series of goals in order to get to a bigger goal. 
and then you'll have another series of goals in order to get to another goal and, and engage with every step of the way. So, um, and then understand that every time you, you've, you've reached some kind of a reward, some kind of something that, that has happened now that's great, um, you know, just uh, don't ignore it and then push on um, as if, you know, uh, you, you, can, you can only have another victory and another victory and another victory. Sometimes you, you just need to sit back a little bit and reflect on what's happened to think, okay, that was a good one, so let's do this one. And then you understand that now you, you start again. So, so it's like you, you get to a specific goal, and wow, and you celebrate it. And, but there's a little bit of a, a, a calming down. <laughs> and then it builds up again to another goal. And there's a little bit of a calming down. And so it is with our relationship as well. So uh, sometimes, man, you build up to this awesome conference. You know, and I've experienced this. You, you build up to this amazing conference. And wow, and you're so excited and excited. And the conference comes and it's great. And then a few days after that, it's just like, okay, now what? <laughs> you know? So it's good to just acknowledge what happened, to celebrate what happened, but enjoy everything on the way to the next, to the next goal as well. Celebrate the journey as well as the goal. Okay, not only the goal. All right, so, so celebrate what God shows you today. Celebrate what He spoke to you today. Then you'll have something to say at your next conference or whatever, you know, if you're a pastor, if you like that. You know, so, so what I'm saying is God is with you every day. He is your reward. Jesus is your reward. Okay, so just His presence being with you is your reward. You know, so... Um, yes, we have goals, and it's great, and it's good, and you're designed like that, and it's great. But uh, don't let that rule everything in your thinking, all right? We engage with the person to get to know him, and he will show you certain things. And when he shows it to you, celebrate it, and think about it, and, and enjoy it, okay? And, and, and let it, you know, just take a moment and just... Just enjoy what he's showing you. You can have joy the whole day long. If you, if you just get a revelation of, of one verse, of one scripture, and you just chew on it the whole day, it's like, wow, this is amazing. So now your end goal hasn't been reached yet. Now that person you're praying for hasn't been healed yet. Now that building you're trusting God for hasn't been bought yet. Now whatever, whatever, whatever. But if you can find joy... In just meditating on the scripture, wow, what does it really say? Wow, do we realize what the scripture really says? Okay? And you meditate on it, and there's, you know, you just have an appreciation for him being with you and where you are right now. I mean, that's just, that's just so valuable. Okay? So don't feel um, let down or down because maybe you, you haven't reached your goal yet and lose all of the inspiration that you have to move into the, the phase or to move towards the goal or the vision that God has given you, okay? Um, I think a lot of the time, people deprive themselves so much of joy. That is just religion. 
But if you don't have joy along the way, what is going to fuel you towards getting where God needs you to be? <laughs> okay, so, so, um, so sometimes we think that joy only comes after the goal is reached. No, the joy is in the seeking. The joy is in the process. The joy is in the discovery. The joy is in the journey. Okay, so, um, and then when you get to a particular goal, there's not only one goal, there's many goals in a day, there's many goals in a week, there's many goals in a month, um, but there's one overshadowing goal, it, and it's to know Jesus in every little detail, in every little thing. But once you've, you've reached something that you've trusted for, you know, like I, I remember Reinhard Bonnke in his book would say, you know, when they trusted for God, uh, what's that book of the fire walking uh, living a life of fire so he would say it was early on when they were still in the suit and they needed some money you know a lot of money because they they had this thing uh, that they planned and they they would get the money and say we, we, we are delivered we are delivered you know <laughs> they prayed for the money and they got it you know so that's a goal being reached and there was great joy Okay, but there's greater joy in the fact that knowing that Jesus is engaging with you and he's with you every step of the way. Okay, so, um, so after such a particular goal has been reached, don't feel down thinking, okay, now what? Understand, just get this perspective. Jesus is with me. If he was with me in this, he will be with me in that. So just take every step as he shows it to you. And then just rejoice in everything that he, that he tells you. Okay, so, um, and sometimes, sometimes after, uh, you know, after something great has happened, don't just jump into the next thing. Just take a couple of days. Just rest a little bit. Just think it over and until, until that thing resets, you know, and you feel, wow, okay, that was just awesome. So now the next time it's going to be as great or even greater. And we pursue him. Okay? So some, I, I'm saying this with this in mind. In our relationship with Jesus, you can think back of times where you were so immersed in his presence that his, that his fire burnt in your heart. You know? so, so it's like you think back of that time you think, wow. So you can take that as a reference and thinking, okay, I'm going to pursue him. And it's, that's not going to be my starting point. But it's going to be as great and even greater this time. Then you go through the process and you start praying and you start seeking him. And when he shows you something like this, rejoice in it, even though it's not what you remembered. Even though it's just something small. Because people think, okay, great. Oh, this is now all I'm going to have because, you know, back then I had that and I'm so trying to get back to that. No, that's the wrong mindset, okay? Understand that if, if you really, uh, if, your, if your intention is to know him, if your intent is to get closer to him, he will show himself to you. It will happen. But uh, you, need to, you need to sharpen your focus. You need to, to get some distraction out of the way. There's some discipline on your part that needs to happen. You need to, to be motivated inside your heart to go and pray. Motivated inside your heart to read the word, to seek him out, to pray in tongues. Okay? And those things happen much easier when there's joy. So if there's joy, um, your chances of 
exceeding previous experiences in seeking out the Lord is going to be very good. <laughs> but if, if you lost joy and if you lost hope, there will be no motivation to start praying because you think you lost it. There will be no motivation to start praying because you think, you know, what does it help? I'm praying and praying and nothing is happening, you know. So then even though the person, Jesus Christ, the reward himself, is right in front of you, you don't take that small step to get towards him, to, to, to engage with him, because you feel like, oh, you know, say love you, you know, what, what does it help anyway? This is just how it is. So, um, so protect your joy. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. If there's joy, guess what? You will be strongly motivated to get to know Him more. Okay. So, um, religion is the opposite. Religion is not a joy machine on the inside of you pressing you towards Jesus. Religion is a system of self-punishment. <laughs> you punish yourself because you are not at your goal yet. That's religion, and it's incredibly counterproductive, and that's not going to help you. <laughs> so there's three ways of living. Two of them are completely stupid and destructive and counterproductive. The one is in sin. So sin is a punishment in itself. You're seeking a reward which is not supposed to be for you. Okay? And then that reward comes, but you know it lets you down, and it throws you on the floor. And then you seek it again, but it lets you down and throws you on the floor. So, so it's actually a life of misery. And then the other one is religion. You try to make yourself better. So you punish yourself before something else can let you down. You let yourself down. You punish yourself. But it's also depriving yourself of joy. And if you deprive yourself of joy, you have no motivation, no inspiration to get up and seek Jesus and know him as a person and walk this road with him. Because uh, what's the point? Okay, But in a relationship with Jesus, in a real relationship, I'm talking about true, true Christianity. I'm talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit, being born again, but uh, seeking out the person. Okay, If you can, if you can just get past that, that first um, resistance of your system and how it's programmed now, that first resistance to seek him out, and, and you can start recognizing small things of how he's actually engaging with you and how he's actually showing himself with you. Um, then it motivates you to seek Him more, to seek Him more, to seek Him more. And the joy increases, 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 increases. So, and then you start realizing, hey, but hey, Jesus is good and He loves me and He's with me. Okay? And rejoice on purpose. Take a scripture. Drink it in. Rejoice in the scripture. Understand that it's true. And say, if this is true, then surely... I should have a smile on my dial, you know. If, so you take the scripture and you think of it and you, don't, you think, wow, this is really true. If this is really true, then wow, that's a good thing. You know, get a revelation from the Spirit about the scripture. Joy comes. Peace comes. Okay? So it's not about then pushing yourself down not to do certain behavior at all, but rather getting to know a person which then stirs up joy, stirs up peace, stirs up the righteousness of God on the inside of you. Christ, the Spirit, living on the inside of you, that then leads you, takes you, motivates you, call it what you want, to 
where he is leading you to, to, to the goal that he has for you. And every step you take together with him increases the joy. Every, every thought you think in his direction increases the joy and increases the motivation to know him more. Every step you take, every thought that you think, every word that you speak, every action that you take solidifies this thing in your head and in your heart. And it gets, uh, you get to a place where your baseline is joy. Okay? And then even after you've you have a goal, uh, that, that let down period after a goal, that release, is not throwing you on the floor, <laughs> but your baseline is joy, which motivates you to move forward in Christ. I hope this has meant, this has, has, has meant something to you. Um, I just think uh, we miss a lot of things God is showing us every day because we only focus on our big problem that we want to overcome, the big goal, and you never overcome it. Or you focus on the one thing that you want in life one day, but you have no idea how to get there. So Jesus says, just take the step. So it's like, okay, I don't even know if he's taking me to the thing where I want to be, but I trust him that he's good. I take a step and I feel joy. I take a step and I feel joy. And he shows himself, reveals himself to me. And if I can rejoice in that, then I will most definitely walk in my destiny in whatever he has called me for. Okay? He is right in front of you. But if, we, if we're going to be miserable about where we are, we're not, never going to follow him out of where we are. All right, so knowing him is your goal. <laughs> knowing him is your Perfection is not your goal. Knowing Jesus is your goal, and he is perfect. Okay? All right, so uh, that's just the thought that I have. It's really simple. But it's something that I just wanted to share with you. So um, may it just really be blessed. Uh, may, may the Spirit of God, uh, when He prompts you, um, may re rejoice in the fact that He prompts you. Don't think, oh, I am not really interested in doing something like that. When the Spirit of God says, go pray. Hey, God is engaging with me. Let's go pray. Wow, this is going to be awesome. God has, God has something awesome to show me. Let's rejoice in the fact that the God of the universe just asked me to pray. Instead of thinking, ah, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to pray now. Think, hey, wow, the God of the universe is drawing me closer to himself. Let's go pray. You know? So what the attitude of your heart and the attitude of your mind will determine uh, eventually where you end up. Okay? <laughs> so we can... We can intentionally direct our thoughts to Him in the Scriptures and in meditation, and we can intentionally rejoice in what we know about Him already. And He will always be faithful to show Himself. All right. Amen. All right. So, uh, hey, there is Greg. Hello, Greg. It's good to see you there. And Janine and Rob, bless you guys. Hello, Marusa and Marietta. Bless you, Amal. Okay, I think that's everyone. So, be blessed, everyone. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Um, Sunday morning, 9.30, we have another service, so it's going to be, be great. You know, if you can come, come. The chairs are here. This, you know, uh, there's no big threat right now. I think it's just come if you can. So if you're within driving distance, come to the service. It's really going to bless you. Okay, so have an amazing weekend. Bless you. See you Sunday morning. Amen.